0: The previous Mishnah taught that although Bonon, if one finds a blood stain on the clothes of a woman in a position where it's very possible that the blood could have come from her uterus and that it is nido blood, then midrabbanan we would consider the woman to be Tome based on this indication that blood indeed exited her uterus. That having been said, since at the end of the day, it's a doubt, and because of that, at least on a Torah level, we don't need to be stringent, and we would consider her to be pure out of doubt, like she has been until now. Nevertheless, there's a stringency Sima that we would consider her Tome out of doubt, but the previous minister taught that as soon as there is any other possible reason or cause for that bloodstain... To which we are able to attribute it, then we would indeed consider it to have come from there, and we would not consider her to be a niddah. One of the examples at the end of the previous Mishnah was if the woman had a wound, even if it had scabbed over, if it is possible for it to have become uncovered and for that to have caused the blood stain, then we would assume that it came from there. This Mishnah illustrates that via a story. <laughs> There was a story that once occurred with a particular woman who came in front of Rabbi Akiva, Omraloi, Loi, and she told him, Kesem, I saw, I found a bloodstain on my clothes, Omra he said to her, Perhaps you had a wound on your body, Omraloi, Loi, and she replied to him, Hein, Yes, that is correct, but V'choisa, it healed, it scabbed over, he said back to her perhaps it could have been uncovered and blood could have come out again she said to him Hein, yes that is possible it was at that stage of scabbing that that could have occurred and when she said this rabbi akiva ruled that she is considered to be pure and this fits with the law that was taught in the previous mishnah Now, when he made this ruling, he saw his students who were there looking at one another. They seemed pretty surprised and perhaps confused by this ruling. He explained to them, Why is the matter difficult in your eyes? The basis for the ruling is that the Chachomim didn't say this matter, that if we see a bloodstain, we consider her to be Tomei. They didn't decree that in a stringent way, but rather in a lenient way. And as we explained in the previous missioner, that means that if there is any other cause or reason for that bloodstain to which we can attribute it, then we will. It's only in a case where there's no other thing that we can think about that she must have done that would have caused it. Only in such a case did the Chachomim decree that we would consider her to be Tomei. And the Mishnah proves that it is all anyway just the Rabbin stringency. whereas according to the Torah law, she would be pure unless we know that blood definitely came from her uterus. Shanema, as the Pasuk says, a woman from whom blood will flow from her flesh. And the implication is that specifically when Dom when blood flows from her uterus when we see the blood but not just if we see a blood stain that gives us indication that possibly blood came from her uterus it's specifically if we know that the blood itself came from her uterus but otherwise if we don't know that then she would be considered pure out of doubt we have mentioned a few times in the Masechda that a woman, in certain scenarios, is obligated to examine and check to make sure that she has not become a nidah. For example, certain women are obligated to do so before they have relations with their husband, and they would do this by using a cloth, placing it on the body in the area where the blood might be, and checking if any blood appears on the cloth. The Mishnah says, Echunosrum Tachas <laughs> ...a small piece of cloth which was used for such a purpose... ...but instead of checking the cloth, it was placed underneath the pillow. And then later on, they actually check the cloth... ...and it's all of them, and blood is found on the cloth. So one option is that the blood indeed came from her body, from her uterus... ...and it is in Nido blood, which means that she is Tommy. On the other hand, there is a possibility that there was a louse or multiple lice underneath the pillow... And perhaps as she placed it there, or as she weighed her placed her weight on the pillow, the louse was killed, and perhaps the blood that is on the cloth came from there. The Mishnah therefore rules that Ogol, if the blood which is on the cloth is round, it's sort of a neat dot of blood, then it is assumed that indeed it came from a louse that was killed on the spot, so it, the, the blood was there. Tohar, and therefore the woman, would be pure. The truth is over here, Tohar is in the masculine form, so it's not talking about the woman... Seemingly, it's talking about the cloth, but automatically that means that the woman is assumed to be pure as well. On the other hand, if the blood has literally been pulled, it means that the blood is not just as a dot, but it appears as if something has rubbed over it and dragged it a little bit across part of the cloth, extended where the blood is on it, and in that case, it does appear as if the blood was already on there, and then when she placed it under the pillow, that would have moved the blood around a bit, it is unlikely in that case that it came from a louse, and because of that, in this case, Tome, the cloth, and automatically the woman, would be considered Tome as a nidha. That is the opinion of Ribi Lozabar Rabbi It should be noted that, of course, we're talking about a case where the blood stain is no larger than half a bean, because if it was larger than that, then that itself would be a clear indication that it didn't come from a louse, as taught earlier on in this perech, in this chapter this perech continues talking about blood stains and cases where we are unsure whether the blood that we have in front of us is nida blood and either it might be a ramification for the blood itself if something if something touched the blood or to know whether the woman herself is tommy or not a woman who is excusing herself urinating the rasa and she sees she finds blood in whatever she urinated into for example a toilet now it's extremely uncommon for a woman to have blood exiting her uterus at the same time as she is urinating it's almost impossible however mary 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 says if she was standing up whilst she was urinating, then she would be considered tommy. We are concerned that that blood came from her uterus and that she is a nidhar. Because the fact that she is in that position implies that she was in a desperate rash. And like we learnt earlier on in the Msechta, an example of a woman who was very frightened that this can sometimes affect the blood coming out of the uterus. So here as well, it's a similar kind of situation, and there is a small concern that the urine went sort of backwards into her womb, and then it came out of her body, together with some blood. However, in a normal situation, Vimei Sheves, if she is sitting down whilst she is ruminating, then tahira she would be considered pure, and the blood that is in there is assumed to have come from a wound, perhaps in the an internal wound, but it wouldn't have come from the womb, since it's almost impossible, extremely unlikely, for blood to exit her uterus, her womb, at the same time as she is excusing herself. Rabbi says, in either case, even if she is standing up at the time, she would be considered pure. Rabbi Yasi is not concerned for such an unlikely occurrence. Mishnah base. A man and a woman who excuse themselves into one container. Effectively, they use the same toilet. And neither of them checked after they excused themselves. And after they both excused themselves, (laughs) blood is found on top of the urine that is in there. Mixed in there is also some blood. So now there is a possibility that the blood didn't even come from the woman's body. It could have come from the man which means that we have, in this case, a sex faker. A faker is a double doubt. Over here, there's a doubt whether or not it even came from the woman's body. And even if it came from the woman, it could be that it's a result of a wound of hers, and it didn't come from her uterus. It's not even nidoblad. And in a case of a double doubt, we rule leniently. And so Rebiosi Rabbi says that the woman will remain pure, because since there is a double doubt, we would assume that it is not blood of a nidha woman, that it didn't come from her uterus, and rather there's a different cause of the blood. Now, obviously, Rabbi Yosi holds that this is the law. Rabbi Yosi understands that even in the case of the previous Mishnah, where we know that it came from the woman's body, even then it would be pure, whether she's standing up or sitting down. The point of the Mishnah we're going to understand is that even according to Rabbi Meir in the previous Mishnah, who said that in certain cases she would be considered Tomei, He would agree over here that she's tahar, that she is pure, because there is a double doubt in this case, since possibly it came from the man. On the other hand, even in this case, Rabbi Shimon, the Rabbi Shimon says that the woman is considered to be Tomei, because, according to Rabbi Shimon, it's not a case of a double doubt it's considered to be extremely irregular for blood to come out of a man's body whilst he is urinating, and therefore that's not even considered to be an option. It is assumed that the blood definitely came from the woman, and it comes pretty much identical to the previous Mishnah, where the only two options in front of us are whether it is nidor blood that came from the uterus, or it's blood that was caused by some kind of wound in the woman's body. Now, interestingly, Rabbi Shimon implies that even in a case where she was sitting down, we would consider the blood and the woman to be Tomei as a nida. So it emerges that Rabbi Shimon is more strict than both opinions in the previous Mishnah. Even in a case where she's sitting down, since there is a small possibility that whilst she was urinating, blood came out of the uterus, we have to be concerned even for that very small possibility, according to Rabbi Shimon.